All right, hey, good evening to you. Uh, back in our uh, older, more familiar time slot, Gabe DeArmond here on the Tiger Tuesday Recruiting Show brought to you by Brandon Barnes and USA Mortgage. We're going to welcome Sean Williams here in just a minute. We're going to talk a little bit of Mizzou recruiting with you guys for the next uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes, however long it is, or until my dog busts through my office door and says it's time to go for a walk. So whichever one comes first. Um, Brandon Barnes, USA Mortgage. There you see his information uh, to my left on your screen. Brandon is a former Mizzou football player turned mortgage banker now. He is the guy you want to deal with in Columbia if you're looking for a new house, if you're looking for a refi, whatever other things you do with your mortgages. Um, I'm sure there are some, but he'll get you low rates, great products, the best service in town. Um, i if you follow Brandon on Instagram, there's a lot of people that that will share uh, share their testimonials, and he does good work. Great guy, uh, I've known him for quite a few years. You can apply now at ShowMeMortgages.com. You can email him at bbarns at usa-mortgage.com, and there's two phone numbers there. So there's a lot of ways that you can get in touch with Brandon Barnes. So if you're looking to do anything with a mortgage. You should probably do that. And as promised, now we bring in Sean Williams, who is now off center on my screen. That's my fault. Now, look at that, man. We fixed it in like half a second. And yeah, you're good, man. Quit moving. All right, man. Otherwise, it messes everything <laughs> up for me. All my hard work goes uh, goes out the damn window as soon as you start having fun. So, uh, all right, we're going to talk uh, recruiting. Sean, we live, in a, uh, we live in a world where now Missouri just takes recruits from Nebraska, the top kids in the state. The kids off their commitment list. This this is just now a thing that happens in college football because uh, Nebraska's not so much Nebraska anymore. I mean, who doesn't take recruits from Nebraska right. now? So, right. you know. <laughs> Kansas doesn't. Yeah. But, yeah. No. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, this is pretty interesting because you know, uh, Valen Erickson is somebody we kind of forgot about because. Yeah. Um, you know, he committed to Nebraska. He took an official visit there in June, um, and then he uh, visited Missouri uh, later in June and got an offer. And, um, you know, and then that July period hit at the end, um, and he had visits set up to Nebraska, and then he was going to come visit Missouri that weekend. And he didn't make it to Missouri because he committed to Nebraska when he was on that visit. So, and then he kind of shut things down. So, you know, like, well, he canceled the Missouri visit, been to Nebraska. He's been there twice over the summer. Uh, you know, you kind of think he's solidly committed, and here we are. You know, five weeks later, he uh, he comes back on Missouri's campus for the season opener, and uh, Missouri gets to was able to flip him. So it mm-hmm. kind of shows you that even though maybe we forgot about him a little bit, Missouri <laughs> didn't, and they really wanted him, and they really like him, and uh, they, they like him in offensive tackle, and and yeah, he's in the class now. So. Uh, We'll see if he stays. <laughs> I think he, <laughs> I right. think he'll stay longer than five weeks. So. <laughs> you, you would think so, yeah. Um, and do want to remind you guys, hey, over in the comments section, uh, drop drop any comments, questions you have. We certainly will get to those um, as we go. Breakfast King of Loyola was the first one to join us. I believe he was the one who was upset last week when we did a show at like 9.30 in the morning. Uh, Breakfast King <laughs> prefers later hours. So he is uh, he is with us here in prime time. And if you've got questions, feel free to drop them over there or comments, whatever will make you an internet star and put your YouTube name and your comment on the show. Um, make sure to hit the like button and the subscribe button while you're hanging out here. And so, Sean, uh, this the commitment 
uh, and and we have to be fully transparent. There's three potential ways to pronounce Mr. Erickson's first name. We have pronounced them all of those it, all of those ways. I think I believe it's Volan Erickson, but. Not 100% sure about that. So, anyway, that happened shortly before Mitchell and I started yesterday on the show. And my theory of it was he might not really have been a take for Missouri six weeks ago. Like, there was something kind of holding up that process, it seemed like to me. So, he took a spot where he knew he had it. And then when things cleared up a little bit more with Missouri... He took a spot where it kind of seems like he always wanted it. Because to me, you don't commit somewhere and then six weeks, you know, decommit and commit somewhere else if that wasn't really kind of where you wanted to go all along. Yeah, that's a very good theory and one I would probably agree with. I mean, you can throw all kinds of theories out there. I'm going to yeah. go back to the Breakfast King guy, though. I mean, when, okay. you're, when your name's Breakfast King, why are you complaining that we're having podcast at 930 right. in the morning? You should be up eating breakfast and crushing it, right? I, I brought so, up that point last week. He... He did not agree with me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's a good theory, and, yeah, you're you're probably right on that. Maybe there was some dominoes, you know, some some chips that Missouri wanted to see if, where they fell before they wanted to really take him. Um, it could be a fact that, you know, here's another theory I'll throw out there and one I kind of thought about. Uh, but I might be leaning toward more of your theory, but maybe he was at that, Nebraska, you know, went back to Nebraska. They were kind of maybe pressing him a little bit to commit. Maybe he really did like it there, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and commit. I like it here, and then you know, get you know, you kind of get caught up in the limelight when you're on a visit, right? And especially if coaches are saying, "Hey, you know, you need to you need to commit here, and you know, you need to get a spot here right now." So, you know, maybe that happened too, and maybe he's you know, a couple of weeks later, he's like, "You know, I really like Missouri. You know, mm-hmm. I really want to maybe check them out again." And you know, and it might be a combination of both uh, theories that we have here. So right. it's it's recruiting. You just never know. I think it's that direct flight from Chicago to Columbia. I think that's what probably won him over. Uh, I mean, honestly, his his parents are probably big fans of it because I don't think there's well, yeah. a direct Chicago to Lincoln. Yeah, I mean that that could be a big factor too. You know, yeah. easy flight, so your parents can come watch you play. So for I sure. Mean, so we think they're done at offensive line, right? In this class, here's the thing, um, and you know, this is kind of a fresh story. Now I don't know when you know uh, EJ Holland talked to Deion Walker, but Deion Walker's out there. Mm, um, right. Obviously, he's a guy that's a two-way player. You know, he plays D-line. He plays a lot. A lot of people like him on the D-line. Missouri likes him on the offensive line. I don't think that's changed. Uh, but obviously, that's a kid that came up. I mean, he's a highly rated kid. He's a four-star kid. He came up during the summer. Um, he recently told EJ Holland at the Michigan site that Missouri was one of the schools he was going to take an official to this fall. Okay. So. I don't know if that's going to fall through yet or not. Um, you know, and it could be a situation like, hey, you know, we, you know, Missouri might be like, yeah, we like it a lot, but maybe now we'll take it D line too, right. you know, just because he's that good of a player. So that's one to watch, you know, whether he's an, you know, going to be an offensive line, if he's still going to be an offensive line target for Missouri going forward, or if Missouri will maybe say, hey, you know, maybe we like it D tackle now, you know, so. Uh, but Deion Walker is a guy that, you know, said just recently uh, in a story with uh, our Michigan site that Missouri's a, Missouri's a school that he wants to take a visit to. So that's one to kind of keep an eye on. And his uh, his teammate, this is a kid named Jackson Pruitt, who's an offensive mm-hmm. lineman. He has Missouri in his final six, but kind of at this point, I, I don't know that there's room at Missouri. Right. And, you know, like, they like Erickson at tackle. You've got, you know, you've got Woods, who they kind of like. It's just kind of an all-around guy. They like him at tackle guard. 
somebody that can play center too. And I know, you know, whenever Woods committed, you know, he said he snapped for Missouri uh, center working out for him a little bit. So, um, you know, we kind of see where that goes there. Mimbo, Armand Mimbo, they like him at guard, you know, and Tristan Wilson's kind of a guy they like, they could be either tackle or guard. So, I know Pruitt's kind of more, you know, I like him as an inside guy, whether it, that's center. Uh, I know center is something that he said he could play right away if he played that position. Obviously, he could play guard, too. So, uh, yeah, but you kind of think the the bigger the offensive line class gets, that maybe, you know, a guy like Pruitt maybe gets squeezed out and maybe you make room for a guy like D.L. Mauger, who is a, a ginormous guy, you know, Good. so – because, yeah, they've got four in this class. They have Connor Tolleson from the last class who's already on the two deep who they really like. So at, there's a world in which that's your starting five offensive line going going forward. But you can't forget the 2023 class that has Miles McVay, Logan Reichert, and Caden Green, among others. But I think those are kind of the top three you know, guys. And, and I, I think it's fair to say Missouri's in excellent condition with – at least two of the three, and I think in the top group for all three. So, you know, you've, you've got to be a little – you're not going to go take six offensive linemen here and potentially scare off Logan Reichert and Caden Green and Miles McVeigh. I wouldn't think. Right. I agree with that. I think if, you know, I agree with you too. I think they're more than likely done with the exception of maybe Deion Walker, and maybe that's a situation where they say, hey, you could play either offensive line or defensive line for us. I mean, right. so – uh, but, yeah, you don't want to discourage what you've got going on. And we talked about this in our last couple of podcasts, but what you got going on in the 2023 class, especially with the offensive linemen that's in and around the St. Louis, Missouri area. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a ton of talent, and uh, they're in pretty good with all three of those guys, really. Yep. Uh, Gorov brings up a name I haven't heard of in a while, Devon or Devin Jackson, linebacker from Nebraska. I think we kind of thought a while ago, like Miami or somewhere, kind of Missouri was done there. Any Mm -hmm. reason to think that's not the case? I don't. uh, Everything I've read, and I've tried to reach out to the kid too. I know he's. uh, I know he's really good friends with Deshaun Woods, so that's why a lot of people are kind of interested. And also, Missouri is kind of looking for a linebacker too. But everything I. Every, you know, I have I reached out to Kennedy. Has got back to me. Everything I've seen that, that's been written about him, he doesn't mention Missouri. It's usually you know Miami, Arizona State, mm-hmm. uh, teams like that. So it doesn't look like Missouri is really in the mix for him at this moment. But yeah, I mean that's why people are kind of intrigued because Missouri's, you know, they kind of want to add a linebacker. They're keeping an eye on a few guys, um, and you know, obviously he's a good one, and he's best friends with Deshaun Woods too. So, uh, but it doesn't look like there's anything there at the moment. But you know, hey, who knows? Uh, the Magic Man wants to know if Mizzou ever tried hard to recruit Jamison Williams from Ohio State last year. Um, they did. I mean, they definitely would have taken him. They and a lot of people thought they were going to get him. I, I didn't see. We I watched zero seconds of Alabama this weekend, so I don't really know uh, how he did in that game. Uh, I don't know if he, you uh, watched any of it. He had like a ninety-four yard touchdown catch or something like that. I think is so, that. I mean, it could, it could have been longer. No it could have been, could have been like ninety-seven. Maybe. Yeah. You looking up the stats? No, I'm just Maybe. saying, like 94. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good, but like it's not 97. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's Still, pretty. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's uh no, he's he's a heck of a player. Um, obviously, Missouri definitely was interested, and I, I think had a shot there for a while, and then kind of the way recruiting goes, everybody has a shot until Nick Saban decides he wants a, a kid, and then. <laughs> 
kind of nobody really has a shot. Yeah. So that's what happens. It's good to be king. Um, Bradley wants to know how many spots left and where. So first off, we got to be a little bit careful with this question because there's still a possibility out there that they're going to get like five more commitments in this class. But as I understand it, that doesn't make a huge difference for Missouri because the, the, the number that they're watching isn't just 25, it's the 85 total. Um, I don't know, they're at like 77 or 78 right now. They don't know how many guys are coming back. So the how many spots question, basically for the next three and a half years, is almost impossible to answer. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of one of those. You can't really put a pinpoint an exact number on it. You can just kind of play, like, you know, you just kind of throw out roundabouts. You yeah, know? Tw- 20 to 25 we expect in this class, right? We can say that they'll definitely reserve a spot for Luther Burden, for yes. sure. Yes, there is room for him in this class. They might and reserve honestly, two spots for just, Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, yeah, it seems like Luther Burden, for sure, uh, they're monitoring a linebacker. They may take another defensive lineman. Uh, definitely a, de- a defensive back, whether that's a safety or a cornerback, seems like that's going to be an option for them as well. They've offered quite a few guys, and there are quite a few guys that are committed elsewhere. So mm-hmm. uh, Missouri might not be done flipping kids right now. So right. Uh, I think those are kind of the positions to kind of watch moving forward, at least in this year's class. Yeah, and you never know. There could be like a late specialist in there or something. I haven't really scoured the, the punter yeah. ranks, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I think we might have mentioned this in the last podcast, but yeah, that stretch of July live period, I think Missouri had a lot of kickers and punters come in for workouts and things like that. So whether that ends up being a actual scholarship or usually those are preferred walk-ons and you get a scholarship in a year or two type of situation. So yeah, yeah. Um, our friend Sir Muffle Sir Mufflebuns is back this year. That's another excellent username that that we got used to last year, Sean. Um, he says. When, when some schools would see a kid committing somewhere as a red light, uh, the staff seems to see it as a green light. Like they are, I think, fairly aggressive in recruiting kids that are committed to other schools. But also, the kid has to listen, right? I mean, you don't if if a kid says, "Don't call me anymore," you kind of leave it alone. Um, you only put your time in recruiting kids that are committed somewhere else if they give you a reason to believe it's worth your time. Yeah, especially at this point. I mean, I think if you're you're gonna you don't want to waste your time on a kid that's not gonna listen, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I believe they're not gonna be off. You know, we've seen Missouri dish out some offers to some kids committed to SMU, you know, uh, Pitt, right. Utah. Um, so you know, I, I think those kids are definitely listening. And look, you know, considering the year that you just kind of went through, and now you can actually visit other schools. You know, kids are going to, you know, commit to places, reserve their spot, but then they're going to, if other schools want to reach out and they're interested and, you know, they have that right to go, uh, go check them out in the fall and, and make sure they're making the right decision. So I think, if, I think uh, this year, uh, as opposed to the rest of the years, you know, I, I think kids are even more open-minded to uh, checking out other schools, even though they're committed elsewhere, because, you know, they didn't get a chance to go anywhere last year. So, um, so I think you're seeing Missouri kind of taking that approach and kids are going to take that approach as well. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think all the offers you see Missouri throwing out there. I mean, 
just talking to the guys, you, you know, I've been able to get a hold of a couple of guys that are committed, you know, like uh, Jeffrey Ugo, the the cornerback that's committed to Utah. He's very interested in Missouri, said he wants to come visit. So, um, you know, those kids are those kids are open-minded. And, you know, when the SEC school comes around and says, hey, you know, we want to offer you a scholarship, you're interested in checking us out. Yeah, sure. Of course I want right. to play in the best conference in America. So, Well, and, and it, then, you know, you do have kids out there like, and I'm just pulling one out, like a Tyson Ford who committed to Notre Dame very early and we never hear anything about it's not like missouri just says oh he committed somewhere else now it's time we go recruit him you know i mean you can only right. recruit a kid that that wants to be recruited you know so uh uh but you know who never goes back on his commitment sean who's that brandon barnes he he, he commits to uh to take care of you to do his best for you in uh in looking for your your best deal with a mortgage uh, the former Mizzou safety and linebacker now at USA Mortgage here in Columbia over on East Broadway. That is, uh, as the name might indicate, it is east of downtown um, on Broadway. He's got great products. He's got excellent customer service, low rates. Uh, he's on our message board sometimes. Like, if you can't get a hold of him on his office phone and his cell phone and his email address and his website that are listed there, just go on our website. And uh, and tag him and say, hey Brandon, you know I want to I want to re uh, refinance my mortgage. What can you do for me? And he will get back in touch with you. He will take care of you. Uh, you can apply online actually at showmemortgage.com with Brandon Barnes. So thanks for him to him for uh, for being a part of this show all year long. Um, okay, so here's a question from Magic Man, and and this is pretty timely. Um, he he wants to know about Makai Miller and Jamarion Wayne because and that the reason that's timely is look, I understand why everyone is a little bit um they've got Luther Burden fever right now, right? Everything is is only about Luther Burden. He's the only kid Missouri's recruiting. He may be the only kid Missouri signs. It's gonna be a recruiting right. class of one. It ranks eighth in the country. Um, all that. But look, we have been told multiple multiple times in the last few weeks that Missouri would love to add Luther Burden, but that it will be perfectly happy with the wide receiver class if it's Makai Miller and Jamarion Wayne because they think they've got a couple kids that are uh, are undervalued by uh, by some of the recruiting services like, uh, you know, the one Sean Williams works for. And you forgot you. No, I don't, have any, I don't have anything to do with that. <laughs> you're, you're the guy that sets the rankings and takes the stars away from all the Missouri guys. Yeah, exactly. That's me. <laughs> totally me. Blame me, man. <laughs> yeah, there's. It's funny. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned you know the loser bird hype and everybody. Uh, there was a lot of chatter on that today. Whether you know if he commits to Missouri, yeah, it's going to bump him up a lot of spots in the team rankings. But hey, it hasn't happened yet. And it's like you said, uh, Jamari and Wayne and Makai Miller. I don't. We don't talk about them enough. Right. Because um, they committed early and people forget about when you commit early, people forget about you, right? Including right. us, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and we're, and we're guilty of that too. But you know, uh, you, you know, Drinkwitz went to McConnell Miller's game, you know, this past weekend. So I think he hauled in two touchdown catches. He had a big first game. So and they got a really good quarterback at this high school. So he's got a he's got a chance to put up some good numbers. I don't, I'm not sure what his uh, uh, exact yardage was, but. Uh, 
you know, he put up two touchdowns. I mean, so far, Jamari and Wayne just going through the fall in the future and doing that every week and checking on his stats. I mean, he does everything for that team. Um, you know, he catches passes. You know, he's throwing, he's throwing passes. He's rushing the ball. He's making three or four tackles a game. I mean, I watched him last year against uh, Lutheran North, you know, whenever I went up there to really profile Travion Ford, and, and he really stuck out. I mean, he's just tall, he's long, he can do everything, he's got a high motor. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think we talk enough about uh, about these two wide receivers that they have committed right now, and, and we should talk about them more, and maybe let's, uh, let's, maybe I'll reach out to him and do some stories on them, right? Hey, that's, that's good. It's almost like we could talk to him if we wanted to, right? And, yeah. and hey, they're two guys that actually return messages and, and are generally willing <laughs> to do it, so we like those kids. Um, uh, Dan wants to know if the Tigers would try to flip Cameron Epps from Chaminade in St. Louis. It's not a name I've I've really heard much. I don't. I don't know if you have. I mean, I I know yeah. the name. I've heard of him, but you know. right. And I think like I think just Missouri got in. Uh, just got in really late with him. You know, during the yeah. summer, whatever. Or he's I'm trying to think spring o- summer. Oklahoma State is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He committed to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State got in on him a little bit early, and uh, he really likes it there. I don't know if. I mean, maybe they'll flip him. Uh, I just kind of got the idea that maybe you know whenever. Before he committed to Oklahoma State, reaching out to him, talking about Missouri, kind of had a little bit of a bad taste in his mouth that Missouri got in on him a little bit late in the process. So uh, that's why he went with Oklahoma State. So I think there's a big hurdle there if you want to try to flip a guy like Epps. Not saying it can happen, but saying that, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a bad taste there, I think, on the kid's part. uh, You know, and that's just nothing nothing bad to say about the kid. He just has a chip on his shoulder, you know, Mm -hmm. and thinking that Missouri was a little bit late to the the process. But I've I've enjoyed – I've talked to him early on, and whenever he was kind of coming up the ranks and and getting some power five offers here and there, he seems like a really good kid. But, uh, yeah, he seems pretty solid Oklahoma State, but anything can happen, obviously. Yeah. uh, Bradley wants to know if any – current commits could be possible decommits i mean not that we've heard of uh you know i i haven't really gotten any indication that other than you know i guess you got to still kind of pay attention to marquise gracial and and see when he goes back down to tuscaloosa but other than that there's there's nobody that strikes me as that being a real possibility yeah, we've kind of struck down the Isaac Thompson, you know, UCF talk. You know, uh, obviously he took an official there, but, I mean, I don't think that's going to be anything to worry yeah, about. Yeah, he, like, I mean, bought out some... a whole section of student tickets, I think, for the season and just moved in like he's building a, a bedroom there, so I think he's safe. <laughs> Me, uh, we, I think Makai Miller was somebody that was going to check out Indiana during the summer. I don't even know if that visit happened or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the one to keep an eye on that we know of that's going to take other visits is Marquise Gracial. Um, obviously, you know, hey, we talked about Nick Saban being the king earlier. Uh, that might be a situation with him where, you know, if Alabama really wants him, uh, will he flip? And that's a very good possibility. Um, but you know, you never know till it happens. I know he, you know, when we caught up with him at the Jamboree recently, you know, he mentioned he's going back to Alabama for an official. Um, he's wanting to go up to Oregon for an official, and I don't think he'll end up at Oregon. He wants to stay somewhere where his family can watch him play. Obviously, the best place to do that and the easiest place to do that is Missouri. Alabama's a little bit more of a drive, but, you know, will the Nick Saban effect happen with him? Uh, we don't know that. I mean, I, I, he made it sound like in the interview uh, that he's already made the right decision, So, but we'll see how much Alabama presses and will that change his mind. All right. Fully committed. Recruitment's still open. 
So uh, that's, that's as the way, way it, I, I'm fully committed to piracy, but recruitment is still open. <laughs> there you, you know? go. Sean, Sean Williams <laughs> taking offers. If any of you guys have them out there, uh, Jake wants to know any words negative or positive from the visitors this past weekend. I would say positive that Volan Erickson committed. Um, that seems to be a positive review. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been able to, I caught up with Joe Odding, the uh, okay. 2023 lineman. Uh, and he really liked his visit. That's another guy that Missouri's kind of in on very right. early. The right. kid from Iowa that's kind of blowing up a little bit. So, uh, I need to reach out. I haven't had a chance to reach out to more kids, but I'm, I am going to this week. But yeah, I mean, obviously you start off with a win, uh, sure, you know, you didn't blow the doors off of Central Michigan, but hey, you know what? Central Michigan's actually a pretty good team. So. And, and I've also legitimately never heard a kid say, well, the visit was awesome, but I mean, they only won by 10 points, so I don't think I'm going to go there. It's just well, it not. Well, depends. Yeah. It, I haven't, you know, it depends on if you went to Vanderbilt this weekend or not. <laughs> well, okay. Fair. <laughs> I, I forgot you're talking to those kids, uh, so that's possible. Uh, Magic Man, I'd love to add Kevin Coleman, but he seems to be leaning toward Florida State. Look, I shot this one down on our message board yesterday. I'm just going to tell you guys, Kevin Coleman, Missouri's not happening. Uh, I mean, it's just it, it's not a thing. Um, we can move on from that. Um, let's see. Any update on Jaden Doss? Story said he was interested, not interested in local schools and likes Oklahoma State. Look, he was at Missouri this weekend. He's been at Missouri like five times. He's been to Missouri a lot for a place he's apparently not interested in. I think he's pretty interested. Right? It depends on where they read that story. Was it the Oklahoma State side? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. But he, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and guess what? Sometimes kids say things, right? That sometimes, right. and sometimes also things are kind of misinterpreted like maybe it was hey do you want to stay close to home and he said no nah, it's not important to me to stay uh, stay local i'd like to look somewhere else and that is interpreted as he doesn't want to go i didn't read the story i don't know i'm just saying Jaden doss right. has been to campus a lot for he's wasting a lot of time if he's got no interest yeah we we're, we didn't read the story but we just know how these things work so <laughs> but yeah i mean uh the evidence is kind of there you know the amount of visits he's taken uh you know and and the yeah. amount of interest missouri is showing in him so and ray peck is ray peck is a place that's been very good to missouri going back to chase kaufman Derek washington like when ray peck has a d1 player missouri's got a pretty good shot to get him so um right. I, I would think that's uh that's one uh magic man are we still looking at Dominique Orange? I mean, yes, our indications are that Missouri's looking at him. He just legitimately never speaks to anyone about recruiting that I can tell. Yeah, you gotta have a gotta have a you know a DefCon four code to kind of talk to him. But yeah, he kind of keeps things close to the vest. But uh, it's like we mentioned in previous podcasts here uh, that workout in July really kind of elevated his status with Missouri, and uh, you know. Is he a take right now? I think they would probably they take would. him, but I think, yeah. you know, they obviously want to check out some senior film of him too, but I think they were pretty impressed with him at the July workout when he came by and, and worked out there. I think he's kind of high on their board right now. So, And it just strikes me – he just strikes me as a kid whose name got out there early and a whole bunch of these offers got out there, but, like, in the end, it's kind of looking like Missouri, Iowa State, Kansas State, you know, kind of those – kind of more of a regional recruit. Um just because – and look, who knows? Again, maybe he's taken 17 visits and none of us know about any of them, right? I mean, <laughs> I think it's kind of hard to miss like a 370-pound dude on your campus, but I, I don't know. I guess it's possible. 
I mean, a 370-pound four-star dude, I think a lot of people would want to talk about that or at least mention it, even though you can't get him on the phone. So, you know. Uh, right. But, yeah, I mean, you mentioned the regional schools, and it may be a, a situation where he just wants to stay close to home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, hey, advantage Missouri there, right? Yeah, nothing nothing wrong with that. All right, we're going to gonna finish up with this one from Ken. Over, under, on 10 four-stars in this class. So, right now we're looking at – Deshaun Woods, Tavoris Jones, Marcus Scott, Marquise Graciel, Sam Horn, and Isaac Thompson. That's six as of today with Jamarion Wayne, Makai Miller, Armand Mimbo, and Valen Erickson all sitting at f- as five, seven, three stars. So, I mean, I guess they could get to 10 if those guys all got an upgrade and Missouri's four stars all stayed four stars. That seems unlikely. Um, because we all know that there's a rival's conspiracy to immediately downgrade kids that commit uh, to Missouri. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to mention that. Oh, you yeah. know, considering the rival's conspiracy, I, I'm going to go with the under, right? Were we not <laughs> supposed to say that on this show, or is that was that supposed to be like a company secret? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just mentioning it because it's funny, you know, and I like right. to laugh. So right there, you go. But I mean, if <laughs> if we think if we think they get burden with I, which I think we think they do. He probably question about that. Um, Burns of five so, star. Does that count as a four star? That counts or does as, that leap over. <laughs> I think he means four and above. So that's seven. Okay. If the rankings stay as they are right now, you know, <laughs> Dominique Orange. I don't know. DJ Westlack. Those guys are out there. I could see those guys as maybe not ending up as four stars necessarily. So right, ten feels a little bit high to me. I agree. I'm going to go with under. I think 10's a little high. I think 8 is more realistic, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, if you get a guy like Dominic Orange and he stays a four-star, you know, say Land Luther Burton, you know, I mean, I think that's a pretty good haul right there. Yeah, and say Makai Miller gets upgraded, then you'd be at 9. But, yeah, I, I right. think 8 is is a more likely number unless something crazy just happens at the end of the year. But I'm pretty confident, and I don't want to go shuffling through, you know, 18 years of commit list, but – I'm pretty confident eight would be the most Missouri has signed ever. I think that, yeah. I mean, I would I would agree with you. I'm not going to go through the commit list either for the past few years, but uh, I think that would be a class that they would be extremely happy with and probably would be historic as well. Yeah, and would, would build some momentum for a 2023 class that's got a lot of kids and all that. So, um, I don't know. Sean, anything else, man? You just want to like anything you just want to talk about? It doesn't have to be recruiting related. If you just want to like, just let us know uh, what's going on. No, I mean I'm glad your dog didn't come in like yeah. five minutes into this podcast and just just ruin everybody's night, you know? Because I know they stayed up for this, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. They, they he is he is anxiously awaiting his walk, which got delayed because. Uh, because the show that was going to happen at 10 o'clock this morning didn't happen until 7.30 tonight. So, um, But appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, appreciate Sean being here, as always. Be back next Tuesday. Uh, Mitchell Forty and I, after the SEC coaches teleconference with uh, with Mark Stoops, who I nearly called Bob, and Eli Drinkwitz, uh, we will have the uh, – We'll have the 573 report for you tomorrow afternoon, sometime around like, uh, I don't know, 12, 1230, something like that. So appreciate you guys being here. Appreciate one more time Brandon Barnes for uh, taking care of us, taking care of you guys who have housing needs. Uh, Hit him up there at any of the 
contactable manners that are on your screen, two phone numbers, an email address, a website, drive by the physical location over on East Broadway, whatever you want to do. But if you're doing something with your house, make sure to at least give Brandon a call. Give Brandon Barnes the first shot at your business. Um, we appreciate it. He appreciates it. And thanks for watching, guys. We will uh, talk to you another time.